Welcome to the Knowing God Podcast. The hope of this podcast is that it would help you to know the Word of God so that you may ultimately know God. I'm your host, Andrew Rutten. Hey everyone. Over the last handful of episodes, we have really drilled down in Colossians 3, 5, looking into sexual sin and the importance of fighting it. And a couple things have happened as I've talked to a few people about this as these episodes have released. I know we've been talking a lot about the strategies to fight it, the importance of fighting it, but I also recognize it can feel pretty discouraging if you aren't finding much victory. Or maybe for some, if you are finding victory in the fight, you also recognize that this is an ongoing battle for the rest of your life. And either way, the scriptures aren't here to condemn or discourage. They should offer life. And so I know when we talk about sexual sin and the battle for that, it can almost feel daunting or discouraging. So I want to do one final episode. I think I may have said that last time, but this is for real, okay? Last episode on Colossians 3.5, and I just want to offer a little bit of hope for victory. I want you to know that if you are a Christian, there is hope and encouragement even in this verse. And there's an old Puritan named John Owen that I think can offer that hope for us. So what I want to do is one more time, read Colossians 3, 5, so we grasp the call from the Apostle Paul, and then we'll discuss how to have hope in this area. So Colossians 3, 5. Put to death, therefore, what is earthly in you, sexual immorality, impurity, passion, evil desire, and covetousness, which is idolatry. If you are in Christ, you put to death that which is the old self, and we put to death all that is related to sexual immorality. And this idea of putting to death the sin within us is the topic of one of John Owen's most known works, which is called The Mortification of Sin. And I think it can be helpful for us. So I just have three questions for today that Owen answers in that book. So the three questions are this, what is mortification of sin? How do we do that? And what is the hope for victory? So first, what does Owen mean by mortification of sin? Okay, so most simply, he means the killing of sin inside us. It is exactly what Paul often refers to in different letters as the putting to death of sin or the old nature, or our flesh. But to be a little bit more specific, Owen says that this is not just confessing sin that we struggle with, it is looking at our besetting sins, or our sins that we are most prone to, the habitual sin patterns in our life. Because while all people sin, different people have different tendencies to sin patterns. So some will be more inclined to greed, or to gluttony, or to lying, or to a hatred of another person, or gossiping. Now, it doesn't mean that you don't struggle with other sins, but that you are particularly prone to certain sin patterns. And Owen recommends finding those areas and then working to put those to death. And one area he speaks a lot of is the area of lust. 
which is why I think this is a helpful piece for our conversation. Because we mentioned earlier that all people are sexual sinners to some extent. But some, and in my experience, many, are particularly prone to this sin or primarily lust. And if that is the case for you, Owen would recommend not just trying to confess it after the fact, but aggressively and offensively mortify it. Okay, that's pivotal. So let me repeat it. He recommends to not only be self-aware that that is a sin tendency of yours, but to defeat it, we need aggressive and offensive putting it to death. And you know, one helpful final point about Owen's work in this area is that he reminds us true putting to death of sin is not behavior adjustment. It's not just external change, and it's not substituting one behavior for another. And I think all of us probably have some experience with that. And sometimes we can call that victory. You know, we want to kill sin, so we focus on externally not doing that bad thing. And if we don't do it, we think we've won. What he's talking about is something deeper. He's saying it's not just changing a behavior, it's healing that sin from the inside, killing that tendency of sin. Which leads us to our second question. How do we actually do that? How can these sins truly be put to death? Well, the whole book that Owen writes is centered around Romans 8.13, and specifically the last part of that verse where it says, If by the power of the Spirit you put to death the deeds of the body, you will live. Let me read that one more time. If by the power of the Spirit you put to death the deeds of the body, you will live. So that middle phrase there, putting to death the deeds of the body, that's what Paul says in Colossians 3.5. But in Romans 8, he tells us the how. He says it has to be by the power of the Spirit. In fact, he argues it is only by the power of the Spirit that true change can take place. So, I want you to ask yourself right now, in your fight for sexual purity, have you relied mostly on the Spirit or mostly in yourself? Is your battle plan more internal willpower, more mental acknowledgement of that thing as a sin, more strength on your own to hate that sin, or is your battle primarily fought by the power of the Spirit? My hunch is that a lot of us struggle to find victory in this area because we're not actually using the power of the Spirit to put it to death. It is the Spirit that points us to Jesus. It is the Spirit that reveals Jesus and His beauty and His glory to us. It is the Spirit, then, that reminds us of the truth of our union with that Jesus. So not just who Jesus is, but that we are now new in Christ. That is who we are in our new identity. And it is the Spirit who empowers us to actually live in light of those truths, So it's the Spirit that helps us see Christ, the Spirit who reminds us of our new identity and our union in Christ, and it's the Spirit's power that we can actually find life. So if we are only operating in our own strength, 
we will not be able to find victory in this fight. So I would encourage you today, begin praying and asking God to give you the power of the Spirit to fight this sin and walk in holiness. It is only by the power of the Spirit that we can put these things to death deep in our heart. And because that is promised by God to work, you have the hope of victory if you do it. That hope of victory, that is not just wishing that someday you will fight this sin or find victory in this sin. The hope of victory is knowing that Christ has overcome these sin patterns in your life and that he has given you his spirit inside of you to defeat it. You aren't wishing a victory in the future. You are hoping in the power of the Spirit of God and winning the war that way. And far too often, we are losing the battle and we have lost hope because we are trying to fight in our own strength. There is no hope there. But Christian, listen to me. If you fight by the power of the Spirit, God promises to give victory. You can do this. You will do this. You can have hope in this if you mortify sin by the power of the Spirit. It takes fight, it takes the battle, but it takes the Spirit of God inside of you. So keep fighting, keep praying, keep hoping. The victory is yours if you will take it by the power of the Spirit. And those repeated sin patterns can be overcome. Friends, may God bless you and keep you. May he give you favor, grace, and peace.